0: Welcome to the EFM Morning Brief. It's a really short, sharp, quick way for you to get up to speed with the latest news from the Berlinale and the EFM and find out what's on today. My name is Wendy Mitchell. I'm a film journalist and festival consultant. I'm thrilled to be hosting this. And today, our very special guest is Finula Halligan, who is chief critic and reviews editor at Screen International and Screen Daily. Uh, Finn, you and your colleagues have been working so hard. Um, it's been great to see critics back at a real physical festival, but I also know that it's been a challenge because you've got hundreds of films and the festival's shorter. It's all basically in about six days for you to try to cover this. Um, how do you, you know, even go about getting a grip on a program in in that short of time? Hi, Wendy. well was great to be on the show. Uh, yeah, it's a bit head spinning. You know, I
1: sort of came into it thinking that I had it under control, but um, I don't. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. It definitely is a lot. There's more than 100 films. It's been six days. We did some pre-screenings in London and in um, Madrid, and we did some in Paris. But that didn't really equip us for the kind of volume that's been going on here over the last six days. You know if you look at the competition, it's eighteen films in six days, sometimes four films a day. And we don't have as many critics as we would usually have because uh, some have dropped out due to various COVID you know precautions or illnesses, or you know we're definitely down on that. So just trying to keep the plate spinning has been um, an interesting challenge, and doing our COVID tests and trying to do as much as we
0: possibly can. But you've done a great job. Let's talk about some highlights. Um, You know, are there some strong, what are the sort of strongest films you've seen emerge from the competition so far? I know we haven't quite seen everything yet.
1: No, we've got a couple of more to go today. The last day, which would be Al by Carlos Seaman and the um Hong Sang Soo, which are the last two films to play out in competition, um, after Leonore Adio. Um so we're not we're not fully finished yet. And and I would also sort of caution as well that a lot of these films, you know, some of them were pretty challenging and it might take a while for them to settle in. And there are some that have been instantly acclaimed, some that have been dismissed, and some that I feel will kind of you know keep on coming for me there 's been two two big discoveries in in the competition um, one has been um, from Mexico. Uh, Robe of Gems, a debut film by Natalia Lopez Gallardo uh, set in a family in, in, in a, a nor- surrounded by narco crime um, but in, in the country and it's just a, a terrifying film but only terrifying because of the everyday reality of, of living with that. And the other one has been One Year One Night, um, that's from um, Izaki La Cuesta, it's a Spain-France co-production and it's um, about a couple of who survived the Bataclan attacks and what that does to them over the year that follows. For me, those have been two great highlights, but we've had some other very special films come too that will, I think over the year that's ahead of us, will start coming to the fore. One of those would be Ursula Meyer's The Line, I think. Another one would be Mikhail Herr's the Passengers of the Night with um, Charlotte Gainsbourg. It's a, it's a mood piece set in Paris in the 1980s about an older woman, you know, finding herself again after a divorce. We have the opening film, Peter von Kant by Francois Ozan, Um, that, that I'm sure will will start to travel and come out. So, and Return to Dust, the Chinese film, is a bit challenging, but I think it, it will it will make further ventures over the year.
0: Great. And have any other sort of hidden gems uh, emerged for you and the team of critics at Screen well, I know
1: our critic was very keen on the opening film perspective. Deutsch, Kino, Kino, you know, I mean, the outfit by Graham Moore. That's that's been quite liked. Um, the it, it's a Quentin Pure film, Incredible but True. There's a, you know a title from uh, that it premiered at Sundance. Good luck to you, Leo Grande. These are in um, special, and um, but then you've got the whole of Encounters. You know, um, Flux Gourmet by Peter Strickland. Father's Day. By by Kivu Ruhura-Zoa from Rwanda. And I apologize for just mangling that name. Um, Sona from Austria, um, there, there's just been a lot. And, and I, it would be almost impossible for that many films to have come on over the last six days and for someone to sit here with you and say, I have the definitive lowdown on everything that's come out. It's not possible. But, you know, we've been busy, put it that way.
0: No, I think it's really great you can give us a few highlights for now. And as you say, especially with this many films in this shorter time frame, it's going to take maybe weeks and months to really digest some of this work. As you said, some of them are are quite challenging films. But what do you think your lasting impression of uh, Berlin 2022 will be? Is that too hard to say?
1: Well, I think from the films, I'm always happy to come to a festival and see films. You know, some of them hit, some of them don't hit. From Berlin, I'm glad I came. I'm glad we, you know, we try. You know, we we've tried our best to cover it as as much as we possibly can, and we'll carry on doing it. Um, my impressions of Berlin this year have been obviously very very quiet, very challenging with the COVID scenario of you know of testing every day, and I just glad it happened, but looking forward to coming back you know, when it's back on its
0: its feet again properly. And this is definitely a step in the, in the right direction. Great, I think it's been really great to see so many critics, international critics, back in the cinemas where they wanna be with these films. So thank you, Finn, to you and your team for even being in Berlin, watching five films a day and covering them. And we'll keep reading Screen Daily for some more reviews coming out over the next few days. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Wendy. I also have some program highlights to mention for today. The Berlinale Series Market Talks today continues. There's one at 11 a.m. co-hosted with median board Berlin Brandenburg called When the Power Shifts, A New Era for Producers. And this is looking at the way global streamers are impacting the market and how the role of indie producers are changing. I think that's a must listen uh, for anybody working in this business. It's such a tectonic shift there. There are two parts of a documentary discussion today. At noon is The Truth Will Out, Potential and Problems for Documentary Films. And that's hosted by our former EFM Morning Brief guest, Scott Roxburgh of The Hollywood Reporter. That's gonna be a really great discussion. And uh, one of the guests I'm excited to hear from is the multiple Oscar-nominated director of Flea, who is Jonas Pohar Rasmussen. The second part of the documentary discussion today will be Darwin's Nightmare, Game Changers in the Evolving Film Ecosystem. That's at 2 p.m. Berlin time, co-hosted by Europa Distribution, looking at the reality of releasing films today, which we know is constantly shifting. At 4 p.m., there is a talk co-hosted with Series Mania about disability in front of and behind the camera. And of course, we're gonna have our EFM closing session at 5 p.m. I'll be there with AC Coppins and some other industry experts, so we're going to look back at some of the key learnings and ideas that have come out during all the think tanks and the other industry sessions this past week. I think that's going to be a great way to start to reflect on everything we've been talking about uh, at the EFM, and maybe now you have time to watch some sessions you missed earlier using the the catch-up function. If you've enjoyed these Morning Brief podcasts, uh, just to mention there's going to be some of the long EFM podcasts launching in the next few days, including one about Indigenous film criticism and one about accessibility. So thanks again for tuning in to EFM Morning Brief. It's been so great sharing these mornings with you and a special thanks to all of our interviewees. And I hope you've had a great EFM and a, a great wrap up to your EFM as well. Stay well, everyone.